Welcome to Red Pill Torah, calling believers from man's institutions to God's instructions. Today, we want to talk about the trees of Passover. I'm Tim. And I'm Miss. When we look at the arc of the Passover story, we see trees at several key moments. Let's talk about it. If you didn't know, the Torah is the first five books of the Bible. Understanding and believing the Torah gives context to the rest of the Bible. You can email us at redpilltorah at gmail.com. Find us at our website, www.redpilltorah.com. Follow us on redpilltorah.podbean.com, on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, YouTube, or wherever you hear your favorite podcasts. We'd love to hear from you. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And a big shalom to our listeners in Pennsylvania and Thailand. Mm -hmm. Listen now for Red Pill Torah on a radio station near you. Miss and I have been busy preparing our home and hearts for Pesach. In English, we know it as Passover. It's the celebration of deliverance and redemption. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. The Elohim of Israel with a mighty hand and a stretched out arm freed his people from Egypt. Now, you may be wondering what trees have to do with Passover. To fully get what we're talking about, we need to go back to the beginning. Breshit, or Genesis 1 and 1, says... In the beginning, Elohim created the heavens and the earth. Over the next six days, the Bible records that Elohim made lights in the sky. He separated land and water. He set the atmosphere in place. He made plant life, animal life, and finally, he created Adam and Chava, Adam and Eve. Elohim planted a beautiful garden where he placed the first man and woman. As we know... They disobeyed Elohim's instructions and fell into sin. Elohim determined to not leave his creation in their sinful state. Genesis 3, starting at verse 22, says, Yehovah Elohim said, See, the man has become like one of us, knowing good and evil. Now, to prevent him from putting out his hand and taking also from the tree of life, eating and living forever, Therefore, Jehovah Elohim sent him out of the Garden of Eden to cultivate the ground from which he was taken. So he drove the man out, and he placed at the east of the Garden of Eden the cherubim and a flaming sword, which turned in every direction to guard the way to the Tree of Life. The Tree of Life is the first tree of the Passover story. The next tree may not be as recognizable, but it played an important role in the arc of the Passover story. Genesis tells us about Father Abraham and his journey of faith. Abraham's journey took an unexpected turn in Genesis 22. Reading from verse 1, Sometime later Elohim tested Abraham. He said to him, Abraham, Here I am, he replied. Then Elohim said, Take your son, your only son, whom you love, Isaac, and go to the region of Moriah. Sacrifice him there as a burnt offering on a mountain I will show you. Early the next morning, Abraham got up and loaded his donkey. He took with him two of his servants and his son Isaac. When he had cut enough wood for the burnt offering, he set out for the place Elohim had told him about. By the way, Moreh in Hebrew means teacher, and Yah is the shortened form of the Father's holy name. Blessed be he. Mount Moriah is the place where Yah is the teacher, and he has quite a lesson for Abraham. On the third day of traveling, Abraham saw Mount Moriah in the distance. 
He and Isaac went alone the rest of the way. Abraham took the wood for the burnt offering, and Isaac carried it, while he himself carried the fire and the knife. As the two of them went on together, Isaac spoke up and said to his father, Father, the fire and the wood are here, but where is the lamb for the burnt offering? Abraham answered, Elohim himself will provide the lamb for the burnt offering. When they reached the place Elohim had told him about, Abraham built an altar there and arranged the wood on it. He bound his son Isaac and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. Just before Abraham was about to slay Isaac, Jehovah stopped him and provided a ram in the bush. The wood was then used to consume the sacrifice that Elohim provided. This is the second tree of the Passover story. Ancient Jewish writing placed the date of Abraham and Isaac's trip around Nisan 14, the time of Passover. To be clear, the Passover had not yet happened. The third tree of Passover is found in Exodus 3. While Moshe was tending his father-in-law's flocks, he saw a peculiar sight. Exodus 3, starting at verse 2, says, There the angel of Jehovah appeared to him in the flames of fire from within a bush. Moshe saw that the bush was on fire, but it did not burn up. So Moshe thought, I will go over and see this strange sight. Why the bush does not burn up? When Jehovah saw that he had gone over to look, Elohim called to him from within the bush, Moshe, Moshe. And Moshe said, Here I am. The third tree is the burning bush on Mount Horeb. Our Elohim used it to get Moshe's attention and to commission him to lead Israel to freedom from Egypt. Israel was redeemed by Jehovah Elohim on the first Passover, and Moshe led them out of Egypt and to Mount Sinai. The next tree in the arc of the Passover story is widely known as the cross. All four Gospels record the crucifixion of Yeshua on a wooden cross. Specifically, you can find the accounts in Matthew chapter 27, Mark chapter 15, Luke chapter 23, and John chapter 19. According to the scriptures, Yeshua was crucified during the pilgrimage feast known as Passover. Like Isaac hundreds of years ago, Yeshua was restrained upon the wood or the tree that would be used for the sacrifice. Isaac's life was spared and a ram caught by its horn was killed in his place. Unlike Isaac, there was no replacement for Yeshua. 1 Timothy chapter 2 verses 4 through 5 tell us that there is one Elohim and one mediator between Elohim and mankind, the man Yeshua HaMashiach, Amen. who gave himself as a ransom for all people. This has now been witnessed to at the proper time. In Yeshua, we find the fulfillment or full meaning of the Passover. Passover is about redemption, the people of Elohim being purchased from a cruel master and delivered from bondage to that master. The first Passover was a picture of the work of Messiah Yeshua, who redeemed us from the curses in the Torah by becoming a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone who is hung on a pole or a tree. He redeemed us in order that the blessing given to Abraham might come to the Gentiles through Yeshua HaMashiach, so that by faith we might receive the promise of the Spirit. That's Galatians chapter 3, verses 13 and 14, which quotes from Deuteronomy 21, verses 22 and 23. 
Too many of our dear sisters and brothers misunderstand the work of the Messiah. Mm -hmm. First of all, when Scripture speaks of fulfillment, it doesn't mean that what was fulfilled is suddenly done away with. In Leviticus chapter 23, Jehovah Elohim describes the celebrations occurring from Passover through unleavened bread as eternal statues. To say that Yeshua fulfilled or end them is to say that Jehovah Elohim is a liar. In addition, Yeshua did not redeem or save us from the Torah. He redeemed us from the curses listed in the Torah. These curses are referred to in the New Testament as the wages of sin or the inescapable outcome of breaking the instructions of Jehovah Elohim. In Deuteronomy 30 verse 19, Moshe said, This day I call the heavens and earth as witness against you that I have set before you life and death, blessings and curses. Now choose life so that you and your children may live. Tim, we know that Israel as a nation did not choose life, yet our Elohim showed mercy on them. Through Yeshua, everyone can receive the mercy of Jehovah. That is the story of Passover. Amen, Mama. Yeshua's victory on the cross did not invalidate the deliverance of Israel from Egypt. Nope. Rather, understanding what happened in the Garden of Eden, what Abraham and Isaac experienced on Mount Moriah, and the call that Moshe accepted on Mount Horeb, all of these awesome experiences lead us to the cross of Yeshua HaMashiach. Each story is forever written into the eternal story of the Passover, and the story is not over yet. If you missed our podcast episode 133 called Living in Circles, please check that one out. It may give a little more context to this final tree in the Passover story. In the book of Revelation, we go back to the first tree of the Passover story, the tree of life. In the garden, Elohim kept mankind away from the tree of life. This was a supreme act of mercy, protecting us from an eternity of separation from him. By the way, in case you wonder what is being revealed in the book of Revelation, it is the identity of the Messiah and a look at his future work. The Messiah is Yeshua of Nazareth, and his future work will be restoring the creation of Elohim as it was in the Garden of Eden. In Revelation chapter 2, verse 7, Yeshua says, Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the assemblies. To the one who is victorious, I will give the right to eat from the tree of life, which is in the paradise of Elohim. Wow. Revelation 22 describes the holy city, New Jerusalem. Starting at verse 1, it says, Then the angel showed me the river of the water of life, as clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of Elohim and of the Lamb down the middle of the street of the city. On each side of the river stood the tree of life, bearing twelve crops of fruit, yielding its fruit every month. And the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. Verse 14 continues with, Blessed are those who wash their robes, that they may have the right to the tree of life, and may go through the gates into the city. So, what would you do if you discovered that the way you live your life and some of your beliefs were out of line with God's instructions? Would you take the blue pill and keep believing that Passover is just for Jewish people? Or would you take the red pill and join the celebration of the eternal statue, the Passover of the Lamb? Only you can answer that question. When the scripture describes Yeshua as the Lamb that was slain, they are talking about His work and redemption at the Passover. 
If you love the Elohim of Israel, honor his son at the time Elohim chose. Keep the Passover. That's all we have for today. Thank you for spending 15 or so minutes with us at Red Pill Tour where you can handle the truth. At the time of this recording, Passover 2022 is approaching. It is on sundown, April the 15th to sundown, April the 16th. If you aren't preparing, please start right now. The scripture directs us to remove the leaven from our homes and from our hearts. If you need some details on how to prepare, check out our podcast numbers 33 and 84. If you need more guidance, or if you want to join us online for a celebration of Passover, Please email us at redpilltorah at gmail.com. Our online celebration will happen on April the 15th at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Email us for a link to our celebration, or if we can help you to prepare for your own celebration, email us that too. Also, our friend Joy is preparing for a great Passover celebration in her home state of Oklahoma with people new to celebrating the Passover. Please remember Joy and her husband in prayer that Jehovah Elohim will bless their work and make their celebration fruitful for the upbuilding of his kingdom. Thank you, and have a great week. Shavuot Shalom.